Hey there, my name is Sean, and this is Grit, True Stories That Matter. Grit is a weekly podcast about stories, the contemporary personal narrative kind of story, and the people that craft and tell them. Why, you ask? Well, we want to feature these tellers and their stories, and also to help you, our listeners, craft and tell better, more engaging, more relatable, and more memorable stories. True stories. Personal stories. Grit stories. We are still in season number three, dedicated to the grit talks and the best of it. Today, we have got two stories from our Mental Health Happiest Hour open mic from early 2022. The first is by Ray Ellen. Ray Ellen lives in North Carolina. And the second is by Eve, who also lives in North Carolina. Today's episode is a little shorter than usual. Both of today's stories are around four minutes but they pack a lot of punch in that time. So I hope you enjoyed them. And hey, as always, take something from these stories or more than one thing and apply them to stories you are crafting and telling, whatever that may be. And of course, share that with us. We always want to know how your stories are shaping up. And remember, on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we've got an open group that gives and gets feedback in a safe, friendly environment i'd like to believe and i'm told that the feedback is helpful and useful so join us reach out i'm happy to share that link with you that is virtual and show us a little love if you would take a moment and rate and review this podcast on apple it really helps people find it and we want more people to find it so we thank you for that and thank you for your ongoing support all right ray ellen and eve let's dive in So I awake from the dream and I ask the question, what was that like? It's a really vivid dream and I'm doing a mindful dreaming practice right now where before I go to sleep, I set an intention, not a to-do list, not like my mind busy, but tonight I would like clarity on fill in the blank. And then sometime around four or five, I wake in the morning from a vivid dream and I ask, what was that like? And some kind of magic happens where what that was like relates to my question. So here's my dream. I'm standing at the window and they hand me a baby. And I look at the baby and I think, this one's hardy. It can go to just any old family. And I pass it on and then I get another baby. And this one is very, very tender and needs to go to a quiet family. And I pass it this way. And the dream goes like this and I'm sorting babies. Like it's the thing I know how to do. And it looks just like the cafeteria in my high school where they used to have it pass us cheeseburgers. And I wake up and I think, what the hell was that like? And then I recall, what was my question? And so I'm at a personal growth workshop and all day long we talked about, guess what you talk about at your personal growth workshops? My mother. So how, how in the world is, how can I feel good about my relationship with my mom related to sorting babies? So I lay there in the dawn, redawn, that sort of special time where the the gauze is thin between this and the other world. And I think, oh, sorting babies like, and I suddenly recall the first week that I had my son and my mom came to stay on the couch and it's the middle of the night and I'm up with this thing and I have no idea how to baby because they just let you take them home. And my mom says, give him to me. And she takes him and she says, let's see what this baby wants. And she says, is he a bouncer? No, he's not a bouncer. Okay, does he want the football hold? And she does the football hold. No, he's not that. And she finds the position with him just nice upright on her shoulder. And she does the elevator. Apparently that's a thing. You can do the elevator knees. And he calms down a little. And she says, this one's going to be a worrier. 
And sure enough, when he puts his little head up, he looks around like his little turtle head is like looking around the living room. And, and I'm at a personal growth workshop and I'm thinking I was sorting babies. And I, my mom that night got up in the middle of the night with me to help me learn this baby. And she looked at him. Now I've been carrying this story that I was not seen, that I was third of four and then six and that she never really got me. But then I'm realizing that as she was holding this little baby of mine in the middle of the night, it was familiar to her. Like she had done this for a thousand hours before, maybe with four other babies, which means with me, that no matter what happened afterwards, that first week when they sent my mom home with the they just sent them home with them. And she held me in her arms and she looked me in the eyes and she said, let's see who this is. I spent $600 on that workshop and I spent the whole day Saturday going blah, 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 poor me, poor me, my mom, my mom. But that night in the middle of the night, sorting babies, I realized no matter what happened, somebody caught me in that very first few days and it's all okay. Um, about 25 years ago, I was in my first year of law school. For those of you who have never been to law school, congratulations. It sucks. It's super, super highly competitive. And for somebody like me who kind of ended up in law school by accident, it was extremely intimidating. So it's super competitive and the wheat and the chaff separate very quickly, clicks form very quick, very quickly. And before you're even through with your first week of school, you are competing for partner track jobs. So I'm in my first year, I'm in torts. My, it's one of my first classes that you have to take. It's torts, right? And um, the professor, Professor Marshall, he's been around for, you know, like 800 years. It's um, these big, huge classrooms. They're like odd, uh, auditorium type classrooms. There's uh, over 100 people per class. This school taught with the Socratic method of teaching, which means that you get called on. The professor just calls on people randomly. So you better have your shit together. Otherwise, you're going to look really stupid. And it's a way of forcing students to learn. Anyway, he's trying to explain this concept to the class. And he looks up and he said, Dan, Dan, what say you, Dan? And Dan is this very handsome, like six foot three, a very Scandinavian handsome man. And he says, well, Professor Marshall, I would say, that that would be like a china plate. And her, Professor Marshall says, oh, you're a genius. And everybody looks at him. And after this, for several days, I noticed like all of these guys that come to school in like with blazers and loafers and that really kind of stand apart, their parents are judges and stuff. They all start clinging around him. He's part of their group now, right? These are like the guys that are going to be making a million dollars. They're going to sue tobacco companies. So about a month into school, and there are all these signs and they say, have you seen Dan? And they have a mm. picture of him. Have you seen Dan? And it's his parents have posted these signs. He's been missing for several days. Here to find out Dan tried to commit suicide by jumping off a bridge. His life was saved. He was then put in to inpatient care. So I went to visit him. 
see how he was doing. And I tried to kind of, I, w- I wasn't friends with him by any means, but when I'd see him, he came back to school. And when I'd see him, I really, you know, was like, Dan, how you doing? What's going on, buddy? What I noticed though, is immediately upon his return, he was never part of that group again. They didn't even acknowledge that he existed. He was cut loose from the herd. And that's the way that it is in a lot of the world. It sure is like that in a lot of professions. Mm -hmm. And it taught me to never be vulnerable in professions or in school. In a lot of society, you don't just, you lose a lot. You lose a lot. As always, thanks so much for listening and all of your support. Special thanks to Ray Ellen and Eve, both in North Carolina. Thank you, ladies, for crafting and telling your stories and, of course, letting me use them here on the Grit Podcast. Check the show notes for upcoming events. The next two Sundays, we've got the Mental Health Happyish Hour open mic. And the following Sunday, we have got Season 6, 99 Second Grand Slam. It is going to be a lot of fun. You will hear many a good stories, 99 seconds max, and you will have several chance to vote. Everybody loves voting. Looking forward to seeing you at one or both of those events. Again, they're on Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And stay tuned for some cool stuff we've got planned moving forward in the summer and fall and winter and beyond. That is all for episode number 89. Boom.